You're experiencing the Authentic Chaos Podcast, an exploration into our inner selves and journeys of self-discovery. I'm your host, Bahagin Yernusian. And to end our dating series, I want to share some reflections I've had of my own relationships and what I've found makes for successful relationships and what has been some misconceptions I've had in relationships in the past. And it kind of starts with a, with a bit of a, an oversimplification of what relationships are and maybe a, an over, um, a Hollywoodification of relationships. And that is the idea that love is all that you need to have a relationship be successful. I know many friends and myself included who've gone into relationships with the best intentions and the most love, as much love as they can put into it, and left it with it concluding in maybe a way that they didn't want relationships and breakups happen. People move apart. People grow apart. And I want to impress on you, dear listener, that love is not enough. Love is a crucial component of relationships, sure, like any relationship you have, a relationship with a friend, romantic relationships, family members. Love is a crucial portion, component of that. It is the reason that the relationship it exists in the first place, but it is not enough to complete a relationship and to have that relationship be successful and continue being successful. Maybe you have a relationship that has been going on for many years. Maybe you're hoping to date and grow a relationship, either with a romantic partner or with a new friend. And love includes a lot of good intentions. We know, we know the extent of our own love that we give in, put into a relationship. But it's not always clear to the other people in that relationship that we are putting ourselves out there to the extent that we know that we are. So that's the first reason why love is not really enough. The second reason is that love doesn't really... Uh, love is a North Star, sure. But it's not what gets us through the day-to-day all the time. Sometimes, well actually always, you have to be present in the relationship. You have to be present in your own life. It's easy to let life kind of just go on autoplay. Maybe you have a routine. Wake up in the morning, put on the coffee, maybe do some exercise, go to work, come back, eat dinner, watch a show, go to sleep. Repeat that repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And suddenly you don't need to do much thinking about it. You're living this this life, this unpresent life. You are a background character in your own life. And if you treat a relationship in a similar way where you're just letting things happen, maybe you've gone, maybe you used to go on a lot of dates together. You used to proclaim your love for each other more often. You used to be more intentional about meeting up, but now you've gotten comfortable. You started living together. Maybe you've lived together for many, many years. Things start becoming special. The routines you have, you start to set in place, become so routine you don't think about it. You are not present in your relationship just like you are not as that present in your own life. And when you're not present in your 
life or in your relationship, needs start to build up and you don't, you don't notice those needs. Or if you do notice those needs, you decide to push them away because the routine is working out. You're comfortable. Things seem to be fine. But then suddenly they, they collapse. Why is it that things seem fine in a relationship and then suddenly are no longer fine? Was it that things just broke all of a sudden? Some cataclysmic event happened? Probably not. It's most likely that there were always some nitpicks, some problems, some cracks that you chose to ignore. And I want to provide some concrete examples in my own life, in my own relationships, as to provide some clarification of what I mean by being present and why love is not enough to foster a strong relationship. So years ago, I was dating a, uh, I was in a committed relationship. We'd been together for five years, but we started to have some, some fights. She knew what she wanted in the next five years. I did not know what I wanted in the next five years. And the questions of what I wanted were scary to me because I did not have an answer. And she did. And I felt like in an unfair place. And it felt a lot of, I felt a lot of fears of rejection and shame of being, of potentially being rejected for not knowing what I wanted. And I broke down. And from the outside, it looked like this was all sudden. How could this have happened? Everything was going great. We were, we truly loved each other. I truly loved her. We enjoyed lots of time together. We went on vacations together. We lived together. We cooked together. We experienced many things together. But we weren't really experiencing vulnerability with each other. And we weren't addressing a lot of the difficult problems and the needs of the relationship. In fact, I was probably ignoring the needs of the relationship. I wasn't even aware of my own emotional needs at the time, let alone even considering that the relationship is an entity that has its own needs. And when I reflected on it and talked with my therapist about it and ended up talking to my ex about it, we kind of all we kind of like it kind of became clear that what looked like a great relationship from the outside was not immaculate cracks had formed years ago when we didn't allow ourselves the space to be vulnerable with each other when difficult conversations happened it would erupt in the slightest hint of conflict and instead of having those difficult conversations we just pushed it aside and we didn't give ourselves the space to be vulnerable and to open up about some of our own needs or to even explore our needs in, 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 in a safe space that didn't feel like a threat to the stability of the relationship. And ultimately, while we had the best intentions, the love was strong and we wanted this relationship to continue, in the end, these cracks broke it down had I been more present in the relationship and been more aware of my needs and the needs of the relationship itself I would have realized that maybe this relationship went on longer than it should have maybe I deep down I knew I was never going to be able to provide her 
what she needed and that the needs of the relationship were starkly different from my own needs and that my own needs required a little bit more uh, more introspection. And so why, so even though it sounds like, oh, well, you're Vahagan, you're telling me that you probably would have, you two probably would have separated sooner if you had been present in the relationship. Isn't that bad? Like, why, why do you want relationships to end? Well, I would say everything ends. Nothing is permanent in this life. Relationships also come to an end, just like people. People die. Things change. The world is a dynamic place, and we are dynamic people. Our needs are dynamic. The needs that I had going into the relationship were different from the needs that I had leaving the relationship. And the relationship itself is this complicated connection between two very complicated people that each have their own needs, and the relationship develops its own needs. And if you're not present to the needs of the relationship and not and uh, not even asking your partner what they think the relationship needs and like having these honest discussions about it, then your relationships will probably end end in times that maybe they shouldn't. We should give ourselves and our partners, if we truly love our partners, we should be honest about with them. If we can't provide them with the satisfaction of their emotional needs, and if the relationship's needs are starting to diverge significantly from our own, then we should ask ourselves, we should ask ourselves the hard questions. Like, why are we still doing this? What is this relationship about? And once you do that, you can be certain you're coming to the right conclusion because you will never be, I want you to never feel shame for addressing your own needs, for being truthful to your needs and to the needs of the relationship. If you make a decision that is right by those needs, then then you're doing good. And it doesn't have you don't have to end it. Maybe your needs, maybe your needs and the needs of the relationship diverged a bit, but maybe it's a good opportunity for you to double check on your needs. Maybe your partner wants further commitment and you don't. And you should try to explore why that is. If it's maybe it's something like you were afraid of commitment, but maybe upon reflecting on it, you actually want to commit to this person. And if that's the case, then you are totally able to change your own needs to be more aligned with that of the relationship. And then you are being in a relationship in a mindful way. You are being present in this relationship. The point is not to just let things happen, not let relationships just happen in the background without you paying attention to it. Don't let it become a routine. Make the intentional effort to grow the relationship and to keep it sustained. I like to consider, I, I've used this analogy before that of, of comparing relationships to plants um, with my archetypes of relationship gardener versus relationship architect. And we can use plants as an excellent analogy for relationships. We need to take care of them. On their own, house plants may be fine for a while. You know, some some plants like succulents can deal with long periods without watering. 
But if we're not providing the proper needs of this plant, then we're doing it harm and ultimately it will, it will wither and die. If you give a succulent too much water, for instance, it will, it will die. If you give a, a tropical plant not enough water, it will die. If you give plants not enough sunlight, it, they will die. If you don't give them enough like a proper soil uh, concentration, they will die. And while they may, while I did mention that everything will, and nothing is permanent and everything will perish in the end, it's still, if you want to be, uh, if you want to have things last as long as they can in an honest way, then you have to be aware of their needs. Different plants have different needs and different relationships have different needs. We can't just be living in the, letting them run in the background without, if we actually care about them. If you are content with letting your relationships stand, stay in the background, then I would ask, are they really, is there really much love there if you're just letting it kind of just play out without, uh, if you're okay with it let playing out without being intentional about it? So how do we, so how do we build this intention? How do we build this presence? Because it's hard. It's hard to know our own emotional needs sometimes, let alone the emotional needs of an entity that is kind of invisible to us. Like we don't, we don't know what a, a relationship actually is. We can't, it's not tangible. We can't touch a relationship. We can't like put a temperature like gauge on it. At least with plants, you can tell if the soil is dry, but relationships we can't. So we're already starting on a, it's a difficult place. And I will admit it is difficult. And maybe this is, a, and I, I can't, I don't really have the answers on how to be, like how everyone can be more present in relationships. I can explain how I have though. What helped me immensely in being more present in my relationships was one, understanding myself and becoming more authentic to myself. Understanding my, like being, understanding my own inner voice and really appreciating my authentic chaos and understanding it as who I am deep down. And once I found that foundation, it was easier to build these relationships. It was easier to understand the values that I cared about and seek out the values that I cared about in other people. I've made some very excellent friendships, very, very deep friendships through this journey of authenticity. And these are people that I consider very close to me. I, there's an immense amount of love, even though they're just friends. There is an immense amount of love in these relationships. And what has helped them is just I've been intentional about it. I will contact them. I will reach out when I think about these people. I will talk to them. I, will care, I care about their lives, and I want them to do well. And every time we hang out, it just feels like we're constantly deepening the relationship that we have and getting to know each other at an even deeper level. And that level of care and showing that you, you are interested in the needs of the other person really does wonders to nourish the relationship. And maybe part of it, we don't, it's not always perfect. Sometimes conflicts arise. Conflicts are inevitable because ultimately we are too different, very different people with different philosophies and life views and life experiences and needs. 
And maybe what we think that the relationship needs at any point in time will be different. A lot of this is, in, is up to our own interpretations. And that's where communication comes in. Communication is a critical part to being present in a relationship. Asking the hard questions like, is this working still? Or if there is a conflict, if you sense that something is wrong, asking, what is it? What, how, what is the problem? What is the pain? How do we address this pain together and move forward and build a better relationship for us? A relationship that makes sense. And through that, we've a lot of these relationships have continued to deepen. And it wasn't, but it didn't, this didn't all happen overnight. It was practice, lots of practice, lots of like reflection on my own relationships with both family members and friends and relationships and looking back at relationships I've had in the past, both romantic and platonic and familial, familial. And just taking all this into account really started to show that, okay, maybe maybe there were some things I was doing not not the best. I was not really caring about the relationship as much as I thought I was. I told myself that I loved all these people and I shared the love, but I wasn't acting in that way. It's easy to be convinced in ourselves that we are showing the love, but if if the other person and the relationship does not feel that love, are we even doing anything? So practicing and understanding what I was getting what I was not maybe getting wrong, but like what I wasn't doing, the absence of being present allowed me to help, it allowed me to be, build a practice of even greater presence in these relationships. And I want you, dear listener, to just reflect. Think about the relationships that are important in your life. Maybe your relationship with your best friend or your partner, if you have one. Reflect on are you are you being present in it? Do you are you familiar are you familiar with what your emotional needs are? What your needs are of, uh, for this relationship as well? Do you know what these are? Have you considered recently what the needs of this relationship are? Have you reached out to that person in like a deeper way, maybe to peel back some of their layers and understand them in a, in a new manner? Maybe there's something that you used you two used to do that you would love and would kind of build this spark this fire in the relationship but you haven't done it in a while because you know work has gotten in the way or you know the weather hasn't been that great or uh, just time you know it's a bit of a hassle ask yourself why aren't we why why aren't we doing that thing and if we loved it why not do it again why not Try try to see what effect it would have in the relationship. And I think that by doing this, by questioning our routine, we can start to question our own needs and our own presence in our lives as well as in our relationships. And I think that will help us build a deeper more fulfilling and more loving relationships because when you're present in the moment every moment it brings joy every moment is excitement and an opportunity to deepen the love and like we've talked about love is an important aspect of relationships 
it is the North's, it is the reason that you have it. And the more love you build and find for that relationship, the more of a reason you two have to fight for it. So love might not be enough to sustain a healthy relationship, but love is a powerful force. Love is the raison d'etre of the relationship. But presence, presence is what keeps the relationship healthy, what keeps it alive and growing, and what turns your sapling into a beautiful, beautiful plant, a beautiful tree bearing fruit for others to be inspired by and to feel that love. And this love is a powerful force. It's an aura that you give off. And it's a symbol, it's a sign of good in this world. If you really want to help change the world, make positive changes in the relationships in our lives. Care about yourself a little bit deeper and your partner a little bit deeper. And start maybe start to consider that relationship more like a very complex person than just an assumption of a like a comfortable a comfortability with another person because relationships are powerful forces too they connect highly complex things together we are very complex people we have love we have dreams we have shadows and light and all this energy the ability to connect to very different people with different needs, different loves, different energies, different shadows, is a super powerful force. It's a force that we shouldn't reckon with. It's a force that we should try to understand and give it the respect it deserves. So go forth with more presence. Live more authentically with yourself and treat your partner as an authentic partner and try to build a more authentic relationship together. I think doing this is is so worth it. It has helped me immensely with fighting just general feelings of loneliness. Consider your emotional needs more as a broad spectrum that can be met by many different relationships than just needing one relationship. Your friends, your family, your partners, they're all here to help us fulfill our needs. And we are there to help them fulfill their needs. And through this, through this community that we are building, we can build a better world. We can build more loving relationships and just create this culture of authenticity and love. And it's a culture that combats this loneliness that we feel in modern society where we're so far away, we feel so far removed from our communities, even if we're living right next door to them. There may it may sound like a daunting task, but I'm not I'm not asking you to change the world alone. You and your partner can work together to just help strengthen your relationship or to at least be more authentic about your relationship. And that if if we all do did something if we all did it practice like this, then we would have a more kind and loving world as a result. But you can't make change on a global scale without doing it at home. So let's be more intentional with our relationships.
Let's be more present in our lives and in the lives of our partners and our friends and our family. Because if this is a community of love that we've built, if these relationships are truly of love, then we deserve, then we deserve to give this love. We owe it to the, to our friends, our families, and our partners. They deserve, they deserve that presence. They deserve that attention, that mindfulness. And we all deserve that love. Um, as a quick note for those watching uh, the video, I did uh, lose my video for a little bit, so uh, it, pardon the jump. <laughs> so this concludes the dating series I, ha I had. I hope you all enjoyed it. It seems like people, uh, people have reached out to me, and I really appreciate that. If you have topics you'd like to hear about or even have uh, comments or on the topics I've talked about in the past, please reach out to me. I'm happy to talk about any of this stuff and I'm happy to talk about any other topics in the, f in the future. Um, as a bit of an administrative detail, uh, if you're listening to this uh, in March 2023, I will be traveling over the, next, the rest of the month. Um, so I may not be putting out podcasts as often as I do, but I will be bringing some equipment. So if I get inspired on my travels, I will be posting some episodes on some of the reflections I have, or maybe even conversations if I, if I'm touched by beautiful souls out there. Um, and as always embrace your chaos with kindness. Thank you for listening. <laughs>